KBBI's Morning News is supported by the Homer Foundation. The Homer Foundation is a community foundation with giving solutions that match what you care about. Your gift can support all nonprofits in our area, including the communities of Nanilchik, Anchor Point, Homer, Catchmack City, Seldovia, Port Graham, Nanwalik, and the entire southern Kenai Peninsula. Since 1991, the Homer Foundation has given over $4 million in grants and scholarships. To find out more, visit homerfoundation.org or call 907-235-0541. Good morning. This is KBBI Homer AM 890 and K201 AO Seward 88.1 FM. Today is Tuesday, February 7th, and I'm Simon Lopez with this morning's news. The Alaska Sea Life Center admitted a northern fur seal pup to its rehabilitation facility last week. It's the Seward Center's first fur seal patient since 2017. The female seal pup, estimated to be around six months old, was seen swimming erratically near the shore in Sitka, according to a press release from the center. Worried Sitka residents then reported the pup to the center's 24-hour stranding hotline. Sitka is an unusual location to see northern fur seals this time of year, which the center says raised concerns for her survival by center staff. Northern fur seals typically breed much further northwest in the Bering Sea and North Pacific Ocean. Center staff got permission from NOAA and transported her to their facility for treatment. The center is the only rescue and rehabilitation facility for marine mammals in the state. Upon admission, the veterinary team discovered the pup was dehydrated and malnourished, with signs of an unknown infection in her blood work. She also seemed smaller than average for her age. Staff are currently providing initial treatment and examining the pup further to understand more details about her condition. If you see an injured or stranded marine mammal, you can call the 24-hour Stranded Marine Animal Hotline at 1-888-774-SEAL. Again, that number is 1-888-774-7325. In other news, a bus station in Anilchik has the potential to become a small native reservation, but the state of Alaska is pushing back. As KDLL's Rally Board reports, a lawsuit playing out in Juneau could impact the Ninilchik tribe's bid for sovereignty and protection of its services. More than six years ago, the Ninilchik Traditional Council applied to place a two-and-a-half-acre, two-building bus depot into trust with the federal government. They're still waiting on a final decision. But if the application goes through, it would essentially create a reservation in Ninilchik. The tribe would have jurisdiction over the land, which would likely be exempt from local taxation. It would also open the tribe up to certain federal money and programs. Daryl Williams, the resource and environmental director for the tribe, says it would protect the future of the bus service the tribe runs from that property. We thought it was important to to have this service in the first place. You know, we've been running it for quite a while now, and we see it growing, you know, in the future, not necessarily getting smaller. So having it locked into something that can, that can continually be able to do this is a good thing. That's a good thing. 
But the state of Alaska has filed a lawsuit against the Secretary of the Interior, arguing the land into trust process as a whole undermines the Alaska Native Claims Settlement Act by creating reservations. The lawsuit was filed last month after the Interior Department approved putting an 800-square-foot vacant lot into trust in Juneau. The lawsuit argues that the trust affects the state's ability to tax, enforce public safety, and engage in resource management. The lawsuit also says the state is aware of the Nanilchik application and that it, quote, further jeopardizes the state of Alaska's sovereign authority. The Nanilchik property in question is the hub for a bus system run by the tribe called the Basic Unified Multipath Service, or BUMPS. BUMPS first opened in 2018 and provides transportation for people who can't drive, not just tribal members, but anyone on the peninsula. It runs three days a week between Homer and the Kenai Soldatna area. Years ago, the tribe recognized a gap in transportation services in the borough and stepped in to solve the problem. Williams says the application to put the transit building into trust is designed to protect that service for the foreseeable future. We figured that there are enough people who are disadvantaged for one reason or another. They might be sick, they might have gotten in trouble. Whatever the case is, they probably shouldn't be driving. That is a benefit to everybody. Williams says some of the tribe's other services, like the health clinics they run, are tied up with outside organizations, like the Indian Health Service. But BUMPS is run entirely by the tribe, and seemed like an appropriate service to protect when the tribe learned of the federal trust process. Land into trust has been possible in Alaska since 2014, when the Obama administration revised a restriction that had existed for more than 30 years. Under Donald Trump, that revision was withdrawn, but the Interior Department reopened the process again in late 2022. The department agreed to take the Juneau tribal land into trust last month. Williams thinks the state's lawsuit will take years to sort out, but ultimately, he doesn't think they'll prevail. When a state can just file a suit and stop a federal process, that's a different problem. When it comes to the state's motivation for protesting the land into trust process, Williams thinks it comes down to the state not wanting to share their roles in providing services or managing resources. You know, one of the things that's always bothered me too is that um, when the state takes opposition to things like this, this brings in more money, more jobs, more revenue, more economy to the entire state. And why would they be consent? The lawsuit also cites pending applications from the native village of Fort Yukon and the Central Council of the Clinket and Haida Indian tribes. In Anilchik, I'm Riley Board. Last up for today, today is the deadline to apply for a mail-in ballot for this month's special election for Kenai Peninsula Borough Mayor. On February 14th, borough voters will choose between four candidates for the borough's top seat left vacant by the resignation of former borough mayor Charlie Pierce last summer. The winner of the special election will serve through the next regularly scheduled municipal election in October. The role is currently filled by interim mayor Mike Navarre. Candidates Dave Carey, Linda Farnsworth-Hutchings, Zach Hamilton, and Peter Machicki are all running for the seat. To find out where they stand on Kenai Peninsula issues, you can listen to two candidate forums on our website at kbbi.org. 
If you'd like to vote in person ahead of Election Day, early voting started last week in person absentee voting sites throughout the Kenai Peninsula. Polls are open at the Kenai Peninsula Borough Clerk's Office and Homer Annex Office between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. They are open at the Kenai Clerk's Office, Zaldovia Clerk's Office, and Seward Clerk's Office between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. To obtain a mail-in ballot or find out more about the election process, you can visit the Kenai Peninsula Borough's website. Election Day is February 14th. If no one candidate receives a majority of votes, there will be a runoff on March 7th. And that's it for this morning's news. Today is Tuesday, February 7th. Support our community with public radio programming that enhances our collective understanding and appreciation of events, ideas, and cultures, broadening our horizons and bringing us together. Picklick Give, a portion of your PFD to KBBI this year. Learn more about Picklick Give at picklickgive.org. Thank you for your support. And this is KBBI Homer AM 890 and K201AO Seward 88.1 FM.